looking for an apartment sucks wherever you live. People in New York will say, oh, it's so hard to find an apartment here. It's hard to find an apartment anywhere. It stinks. You have your mandatories. You have the things that you won't compromise on. You have the things that you don't care about. Like, let's say, oh, I need a dishwasher. I need a dishwasher. I can't live without a dishwasher. I don't care if I don't have a washer and dryer. Some people feel the exact opposite. Some people don't need any amenities. Some people need an elevator. Some people don't. That's so beautiful. We all need different things. And that's why Apartments.com has an app where you can literally use it to tell it what you need and what you don't need. And it tells you, oh, apartments. Here's some. So instead of looking through every single rental listing you possibly can in the neighborhoods you want, you set and forget, like in that old rotisserie grill ad, you set and forget what you want and Apartments.com will let you know when an apartment that matches what you want appears on the market. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tools let you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking are listed. So you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alerts mean you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time doing you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. You will drain us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And Grimes renamed the baby. <laughs> I'm going to say, I could say Grimes and Elon renamed the baby, but we know that Grimes is doing the work. Like Grimes is the one paying the bills. But they the bills, didn't really. Filling up the form. They didn't really rename the baby. That makes it seem like it's a little misleading. It makes it seem like they're like, oh, forget all those numbers and letters. We're just naming it Joe. They literally just changed the number 12 to the Roman numeral 12. XII. So I don't really consider this renaming. Sorry. Is that, do you think the, um. Sorry. Could you make the following letters all caps. I find it strange that they're lowercase. The eyes are lowercase. Why not make them uppercase? I think it's just aesthetic. I maybe uppercase letters of Roman numerals remind you too much of the Super Bowl and it's triggering, which I would understand. <laughs> it's so much easier to read now. I mean, in a, I mean that both sincerely and as a joke, but I think mostly sincerely when I because it's all letters so when I move my eyes are trying to do something whereas when it when there were numbers in the mix they just my brain refused to recognize it as a name and now my brain is like I could see something is going on here like because you've seen it so many times because we talked about it because it's been in the news you're like it's a recognizable string of letters but it yeah but in actuality you still can't pronounce it Mm -hmm. no I mean she did say they're gonna call him x that makes sense cool this is the actual breaking news because this has been covered by every single website. Did you see that Gossip Cop got a got a makeover? <laughs> they lost their badge. Did you see this? Gossip Cop rebranded. Wait, they got they lost their badge. Go to Gossip Cop. Go to GossipCop.com. They took the. There's no more badge. They're not a cop they anymore. They took away the police branding. Maybe they're like maybe cops the, are bad. Well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe they were like, we don't want to be associated with cops. Associated anymore. with cops. Oh, it looks weird. I don't mm-hmm. like it at all. There's it's like a very big. There's like a a feminine looking. Yeah, cop like face at the bottom like of each story that does the truth meter but it's like kind of like a sexy cop with like smiley lips i'm just i don't understand how gossip cop went from being like a cop to being like a cute like girl with a vaguely cop hat it says truth meet like the truth meter which used a to be like cop. where the police is now like a <laughs> vaguely cop adjacent like a cop. 50s cartoon like, no yeah. get away you're you're the gossip cop like arrest me or get <laughs> out of town gossip cop wrote about this story which isn't surprising because every website wrote about this story it was just a classic case of 
E slash keeping up with the Kardashians, getting exactly what they want by releasing the dumbest clip possible. Here it is. I cued it. Listen. I don't know what's happening, but I think there's really something wrong with me. Why do you say that? Because I'm always in the mood. Get it? In the mood? You're such a bad girl. I'm so happy for you. I don't know what's happening, but I don't think it's normal. I have to say, here's an example of, you know, every once in a while, I think they go to Chris and they say, you got to bring the big guns this week. Or like, <laughs> what's your what's your B plot? What's your C? Because she's always the B or C plot. What's the B plot, C plot going to be, Chris? You got to bring the big, the big dogs. And I think she was like, all right, here we go. And this was, you know, she was like, Faye, we're going to have a conversation about sex. And it's going to be like this conversation. And it's going to be good because it's going to bring to light, you know, that older women in the prime of their life are the ones having a lot of sex. And it's unexpected. But I'm also going to get headlines for saying that, like, Corey Gamble and I are, like, fucking all day long, which is, like, everyone's, like, you know what I mean? The Kardashian stuff is really frustrating because while it feels like they're kind of, quote, unquote, gone, they're still very much with us. (laughs) Like, the Chloe face of the other night was everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like, that Chloe face, you know? It just feels very weird to me that even though it felt like maybe we were going to leave them behind in this most recent kind of world that we're ex- that's it, we're existing in we still get they still peek through you know they're still yeah. with us is like very strange to me i don't want to i don't want to give them too much credit and i don't want to act like this is like no, some like i'm not here huge, to give them too much credit huge the, i don't want to do too much theorizing about what the quarantine has done to our psyches is what i'm trying to get at but i will say it, it would make sense to me that like after maybe mm, two months of not really seeing them anywhere or caring about them, Chloe being able to talk about Chloe's air quotes new look <laughs> feels normal, you know? <laughs> it's sort of just like, oh, this is still happening. This is I hate and I hate trying to like sentimentalize feelings in the quarantine too much but it's like this is in a way sort of maybe vaguely oh so you enjoyed the conversation the conversation is the same sort of conversation we would be having if the coronavirus pandemic were not happening and i think that that is maybe a thing that people gravitate towards because it's anything but bad news did you read that that story about how like in the week or two after quarantine Everyone, all everyone did was read the news and like COVID news, COVID news, COVID news. And now they've fallen off the cliff and it's like no one really wants to do that anymore. So news website, like COVID stories are getting less traffic than they were early yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. That always happens. Because people are sick of it. So, they're not sick of it. They're just saying, they're like, I don't, I know. Every, this depresses I, me. Yeah. The, and I'm reading things that aren't coming to fruition or stuff mm-hmm. like that. Just gets very frustrating to read that Meanwhile, type I of news. At, Meanwhile, this type of this news photo is of Chloe. easy to read. Yeah, I know. I can look at a photo of Chloe. I can look at Faye Resnick saying, girl, you are so bad. And it's like, what? <laughs> but the thing about, and I've said this before, that's made very apparent to me, is that these women are still making the majority of their news through the TV show and that is and as as long as they have that TV show they can continue to make those types of headlines because mm-hmm. if you think about it this Chris Jenner thing the fight from a few weeks ago or whatever I don't even know how long ago that was maybe a month ago or the one that 
Yeah, a month ago. The like whatever, like the court, all the Courtney stuff. That's all sourced straight from the show. Like the only recent thing that's been outside the show is the Kim and Kanye rumors about them like hating each other, which is maybe more tabloid fodder and just filling the space than anything else. And this yeah. this Chloe face. So it's like it, it it's interesting to me Chloe. that it's like if slash when they don't have a TV show, that to me will be the big, 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 big Kardashian fall off, even though I think mm-hmm. people sometimes forget they have a TV show because they don't watch it, but they read the news about them from it. It's not even that they have a TV show at this point. It's that they're basically they basically have a TV network and like the media <laughs> empire that comes with it. They right. have E. They're E. E for is as going long as to e... excerpt the show and post it as news. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. And then other people are going to post that as news as well because they're going to aggregate E news. Right. Yeah. Totally. So as long as they are the the figureheads, the face of E media, whatever their you know E-media. conglomerate is called. Eee. Wait, speaking of E, did you, did we talk about the the very Cavallari is being canceled or is canceled? I think maybe we, maybe we didn't. I don't know if we, we did, didn't. but maybe I am. referenced it on the I Patreon, feel, but it's canceled. It's I canceled. feel like it's very sus that it's canceled. And I wonder, I'm very surprised that she canceled it because it feels like that show if she, it was just her alone, could could have been a really good thing for her, like of just her doing her thing by herself. You know, if it was just her at a business, I think we like shows about businesses. It could have been cool, but maybe she was just really sick of it. But maybe I just she was wonder, just like, this is not yeah, fun. maybe. And I wonder if, but I wonder if E was like, oh, without Jay, we don't want this show. But I feel like they wouldn't be like that. I just wonder no. what happened behind the scenes with that, and I wonder what happened behind the scenes with the Ruby Rose uh, Batwoman shakeup. <laughs> Well, There's Ruby Rose so- said it was too much work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess we do know the answer. It was too much work. And I was... You have I think to respect cut, it. You I have think to. I cut our long... We talked about it for a long time in the Friday episode, and I cut it because, again, that episode ran so long. We but did? I was sort of like, I yeah, I cut, I, cut our, I cut our long chatter about it. Um, but I think that it's it's funny to me that we were sort of like, I wonder what happened. I wonder what happened. What could have happened? And I was sort of getting in the weeds more than you were. But the simple explanation of Ruby Rose being like, I don't want to do this much work makes so much more sense than anything else. No, it really does. Like, because I was like, oh, okay. It feel, what to me is so fascinating is they, not that another woman can't play uh, Batwoman, but they wrapped this character around her persona so tightly. I mean, they were like, iconic bisexual Batwoman. Like they... They really, really cast her. Do you know what I mean? It's not just mm-hmm. like she was a random woman playing Batwoman. Like she kind of became the persona of this character. So it's just surprising to me. And it's also going to be interesting to be like who they recast. Because once again, it won't matter because the woman is literally wearing, wearing like a costume and a mask. Like no one will know the difference. <laughs> I was going to say it both It both really, really doesn't matter. And it matters. Like yeah, yeah. They, should, they should absolutely cast like a bisexual woman. Yes. But apart from that, like, who fucking cares? And let me tell you something. It's not hard to find a bisexual woman. It's not hard to find a bisexual person. So don't act like that's a barrier to entry. Like, just put someone in Ruby's place. She also didn't like living in Vancouver as a reason. That's so rude to Vancouver. That's like that's like Sienna would, Miller calling Pittsburgh shits. I would love to live in Vancouver. It's like, I'm sorry, you can't live in Vancouver and be the lead of your own TV show, Ruby Rose? Like, okay, maybe it's not meant to be. Mm? Mm? Would you move to Vancouver 
if, to play if an iconic could... bisexual superhero? Sure. <laughs> if it were the only place we could do Who Weekly. Yeah, of course I would. Yeah. Vancouver yeah, seems really cool. I've never been to Vancouver. I've seen like... Oh, that's the opposite. So Sienna Miller gets in trouble for calling Pittsburgh Schittsburg. You would be embraced by the Vancouver community because you'd call it Vancouver. Vancouver. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm sure there were other reasons, but it's so funny to th- to have all these sources throw Vancouver into the mix as the reason why Ruby Rose like couldn't deal with playing Batwoman. And I wonder who will replace her. What we have to find her a bisexual, iconic bisexual superhero. Again, I think Hollywood is teeming with iconic bisexual potential superheroes. <laughs> so uh, this should not be difficult. Teeming. Like CW, do not sweat this. Teeming. CW, do not worry. You're going to be fine. Yeah. I mean, there are so many TikTok teens with Ruby Rose energy right now. So I feel like you could just like get on TikTok and just like scroll right through. Oh, I spent too long on that on TikTok last night. There are so many good things on there right now, or at least in my feed. I had to delete the app. I was like, I can't be on this app. But now it sucks because whenever I click a TikTok, it doesn't take me to the app anymore, which makes it easy to see. It takes me to the browser view, which blows. And I'm like, oh, do I have to reinstall the app? Just download the app and Uh hide it somewhere so you can't see it. Just hide it in a folder somewhere so you'll never go to it. Now, the other guys I'm also quarantined with are my two best friends that I've grown up with. You know, it's uh, I don't know if you heard that. Do you know what Jedward is? Jedward? Yeah, the Irish group? Yeah. And so they've been quarantining with me. We cleaned our windows yesterday. Now they're talking. Jedward? (laughs) I'm sorry. Wait, hold on. I just need to insert myself in this conversation. My family is from Ireland, but I'm born in New York, so I know all about Jedward, and I cannot believe they're with you, Tara Reid. This is amazing. Basically, we all met That's each other it. on Celebrity Brother back in 2011, and basically, <laughs> the season of Big Brother except coronavirus Super, pandemic. Yeah. And we all have to live in a house with no internet, no phone. Okay, Tara Reid is living with Jedward. We have... Um, a few... There's a few, like, quarantine We have a few things. quarantine stories. None are better than Tara Reid reveals that she is living on Jedward on the podcast We Hear. Shout out to We Hear, um, the podcast we were we on, Hear. Page Six's podcast. Thank you for having us, uh, for getting the scoop, which was like, came in the form of, hey, should, should we interview Tara Reid because she's available? Sure. And then in the background of like her chatter, it was mentioned that she was with Jedward and that became the news. Versus, I'm not quite sure what she was promoting otherwise. What is she, her cameo? What is she ever promoting? Remember when we were trying to figure out whether where she was based on her cameos? A house. We never could have gotten here. We never could have gotten where we are now. The other guys I'm quarantining, I'm also quarantining. She's, she's with her boyfriend and she's with Jedward. The boyfriend's the one who was filming the cameos, I believe. Yeah. And the thing is, are Jedward boyfriends or brothers? They're brothers. They're not boyfriends. They're identical twin brothers. <laughs> Lindsay. I'm sorry. Sometimes I forget that they're... I, I don't... I... Yeah. I do like having twins. I like it two very much. You get two for the price of one. Like, you don't have to, like, yes. wait until another one grows up and then, <laughs> get, then get another one. <laughs> that is some insightful stuff right there. <laughs> That is yeah. the best part. Two for the price it's of one. one. Yes. Yeah. It's sort of like being in, a, on an, on an, in an alternate universe. It's it's like, what I like about it it's is, is they've brought their world yeah. on with them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, honestly, because you put this research in here, and when you said, and there's a there's a link, and then you captioned it, they met on Big Brother, and my first thought was, oh, I thought they were twin brothers. <laughs> I guess they met on Big Brother, and they just look alike. But so I did go in the same place that okay, you did. Okay, yeah, like but don't anyway, act going. like you don't, that you didn't That's think for I'm, a minute revealing, that they could be lovers, not brothers. But they're identical twin brothers. They met Tara Reid on Celebrity Big Brother, and they've been mm-hmm. friends with her for a long time, which is like cracking me up because they're not just like, oh, we got along. They're like close friends that's what is so nice about them and she just kind of like hangs out with these two twin brothers and they always flank her and it's honestly a perfect (laughs) a perfect pair because if you know who jedward is you're probably irish because they are like irish folk heroes if you're identical twins you have to flank also you have to flank flank. you have to flank or else my like (laughs) my latent ocd like starts to bubble i'm like get in the middle of the brother (laughs) (laughs) sorry if you're irish you know them if you're Go Irish, on. you know them because they were on. And I think we've done the Jedward explainer, but I just kind of want to do it again because every time I come across <laughs> them, I think that they're like just as delightful of a pop culture uh, figure that then as I did last time. So they're an Irish, they're Irish brothers that per, like they got known because they were on um, the X Factor. Uh, Simon, what do you think? Um, not very good and incredibly annoying. <laughs> Two of the most, particularly you, irritating people. <laughs> We've had that here in a long, long time. And what's funny is that she started one of their music videos, and you don't even have to go there, but the person who posted it wrote, for all the dedicated fans. So they have quite a bit of a fan base, but it is implied that it is kind of an ironic fan base, just as you would ironically love Tara Reid, which I what I love about them all combining forces because they all have kind of a similar fandom. I mean, people kind of like love Tara for Teradice, you know, remember that show mm-hmm. and kind of American Pie, but they kind of just love her for being a little bit of a mess, right? Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Even if she's not entirely a mess anymore, she's still like a little bit messy in a way. And I think and that people love geez. these boys for that kind of th- that they're like not quite talented enough. <laughs> Putting their all into projects that are very, very subpar. Yeah. Is like sweet in a way. I don't know. It's like you 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 feel good supporting them. You're like, yeah, they're trying their best. They're trying their best. We love this. Even though the result isn't very good. Like Sharknado or Jedward's music. I'm John and I'm Edward. Yeah, we are. Jedward, and we are on our way to Niagara Falls. Come on, let's do this. Yeah, the other funny thing about Jedward is their names are John and Edward. That's where the Jedward mm-hmm. comes from. But their last name is Grimes. <laughs> so their names are John and Edward Grimes. In case you're wondering. I don't like that. So I, I didn't know about this. This this I thing called either. the Jedward Paradox, which culture writers were using like in 2009 when they were on the X Factor as a way to describe not only what was going on on the X Factor and reality competition shows, but like culture at large and politics at large. And I feel like this, the language was sort of like a flash in the pan. People didn't use it for long based on what I'm seeing here, but it's like the Jedward paradox was that people were getting more passionate whenever those who were in charge or those who were in authority were telling them not to. And so it was like, in this instance, it was Simon Cowell was saying, Jedward are terrible. 
no one should vote for right, terrible. Right. And everyone was like, right. we hate Simon Cowell so much that we're right. going to do what he tells us not right. to do. And so they were they were equating it to something in British politics that was happening. There was some sort of like PM who was telling people something and the, the crowds were like, no, we don't agree with you and we're going to vehemently like defy you. And they were using that as an explanation of like this political struggle as well. Which looking back explains how Jedward got so far in their careers on X Factor, despite being kind of face value, not that Mm -hmm. talented (laughs) in a way. People were using them as kind of a representation of being like, do not tell us what is taste. Do not tell us what is good. We love these identical (laughs) twin brothers and we don't care if they sound like poo poo, you know, like we don't care. (laughs) We don't care (laughs) also something relevant to us jedward represented ireland in eurovision not one but two years in a row crazy they came in uh eighth place uh and then i think the year after they came in 19th place but they finished quote unquote 10th in the final televote so not the worst but like not amazing they had two songs one's called lipstick and one's called waterline but to do to do um eurovision two years in a row is not not impressive i don't it seems she never really explains why they chose her or what they're doing all together but i think it's enough to just be like they're my old friends it's comforting to have them around like that's kind of all you need. She wanted normalcy. She wanted people she's comfortable with. And so why not at Jedward? They've known each other for over a decade. I mean, they're just close friends. She they met ZZ Top together. They went to they've they've spent Thanksgivings together from what I've from what I've read of recent. They're just at this point, they've just become her good mm-hmm. friends. Friend. I don't know. They're like one they're kind of like one being yeah. at this point. Planet at Planet Jedward. I love it. I kind of love that. I kind of love and it. And I too. would say if you're Irish and you have more information about Jedward, I feel like there's so much more out there that we don't know. I'd love for you to call in and tell me Um, speaking of quarantine drama, this is not sweet. This is not cool. Um, Amanda Stanton, <laughs> former Bachelor star Amanda Stanton. I could not tell you what Bachelor she was on, like oh. what she... Hey guys, I partnered with CoverGirl to show you guys a natural everyday makeup look using their newly upgraded Simply Ageless collection. This whole collection is a must-have and here's why. It's now formulated with hyaluronic complex and vitamin C and I think it's never too early to start looking out for those ingredients in your beauty products. She was not a bachelorette, but she was on the bachelor- a... a contestant on The Bachelor, maybe- yes. Right, and I think on I think on Paradise she ended up with some guy who sucked and then broke mm-hmm. up with him. Because when you end up when you pair with somebody on on Paradise, that kind of elevates you in a way because you become part of like a bachelor couple, mm-hmm. 
and then people pay attention to you more for like a short amount of time and then when you break up people still kind of care about you more than they would if you hadn't have paired up in general how do i explain that i mean i think i just I think did. that makes sense it makes sense so amanda stanton lives in yeah. california and amanda stanton has been in quarantine since march i think she said march 13th and she hasn't left her house since march 13th hasn't left her house hasn't left her house hasn't left her house hasn't left her house Good for Great. Her. Well, um, about a week ago, she decided I'm finally going to leave my house. And it's been two two months, two full months. I've never left my house. She finally left her house. And where did she go? Not to the grocery store, not to the post office, not to go pick up a to-go cocktail from the bar down the street. She drove to Arizona <laughs> to get her to hair get done. get her hair done. And this is, you know, now is the time where even, you know, Governor Cuomo's like, uh, Gather in groups of 10 or fewer. I can't tell you what to do. Be as responsible as you can, right? This is beyond right, part judging of like, what she's do, doing here. Right. I kind of would just want to say, like, I'm not going to be at this point where I'm like, she shouldn't have done that. I mean, maybe she shouldn't have or maybe she whatever. But the point is, is like posting, posting it, is it wild is truly the disease. <laughs> and I see this disease amongst like people I know where I'm like, why are you posting that? Like, not even like you shouldn't be doing it. It's just like, why even bother with the idea that some people think you wouldn't? So the the posting is a disease. The the like the fact that she's like a public figure and posting it is even worse because then, you know, she posts this thing that she's like, I'm sharing my life. I'm sharing my life. And then has to <laughs> double back when every single response to her is like, you shouldn't have done that. 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 And she has to write this like whole explanation you know, you could have just saved yourself the trouble by not but Lindsay, but posting. Lindsay, to quote Amanda Stanton, we were also very sate. <laughs> Her misspelling of safe. <laughs> That's right. The mom of two drove from Newport Beach, California, all the way to Gilbert, Arizona for a fresh trim. That's a 390 mile road trip. Some people weren't pleased. Vain, goes one comment. Stanton, a fan favorite who appeared on The Bachelor in 2016, defended herself on social media. Some might think this is going to great lengths to get my hair done, but honestly, I have nothing else to do. She knew the hairdresser. She was also she also skewed it into like she was trying to support this local business and keep it afloat. Okay, fine. Again, it I how did you expect that this wouldn't be controversial when you posted it? And maybe she did, because again, she's a bachelor alum, so she knows that in a way, controversy. It's not are, her first flirtation right. with controversy. Controversy can be good moment. for you in a way. And I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> can I just read her response to me saying, and for those saying, why would she post it? <laughs> well, posted it because I really don't think I have anything to hide. I choose to be honest with you guys when I could choose not to be. I've seen so many people traveling by plane, hanging out in groups, etc., and doing much worse and not receiving any hate. <laughs> I feel really good about doing my part during this pandemic. That's all. Doing my part, <laughs> driving to Arizona. What's really funny to me about the re this related story that I posted was that Amber Rose went to get Botox yeah. <laughs> during the... Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she posted it partially because i think it was part of the contract to get the yeah, free yeah the logos like, are out she out, had to out. choose <laughs> well she had to choose hey okay so if i'm gonna go get botox during this thing i'm gonna get hate because people are gonna say i can't believe you like left your house during you know lockdown to get botox that's very unsafe but i can't not post it because if i don't post it i won't get the free <laughs> botox so to me that's a real moral quandary uh -huh. what would you do what would i do 
you if you need the free Botox, but the only way to get the free Botox is to tell everyone you want to get the free Botox. I wouldn't get the free Botox. I just wouldn't do it. You wouldn't no. get the free Botox. No, I'd right. wait. That's the sacrifice. Also, the thing about the Botox is like, no one is looking. I mean, I guess if you're famous, people are looking at you, but no one's looking at me now. So even if I were a Botox person, I'd be like, well, I'm in my house. I'm not even socializing with my friends, so I don't need the physical appearance to look better. Like, the reason I'm getting this to begin with is so that I can feel more comfortable when I'm around people. And if I'm not around people, then I don't need it. You know, the other funny thing is that in these photos of Amber Rose going to get Botox, she's wearing a mask over her face and sunglasses over her eyes. So even if we were to say, oh, Amber Rose got Botox from this guy, I should go get Botox from this guy. I can't even see what the work was. Right. Where Do, do you think she only got the Botox on Botox on the exposed skin? Or do you think he took off the yeah, mask? I don't know. I think he that's the thing is like I. I don't know how this worked. I mean, it looks safe now. They're both wearing masks, but she clearly got Botox under that mask and under those sunglasses or else she would have only be getting Botox on her hairline or something, which I don't think makes any sense. Maybe just in her forehead. I sweat a lot on my scalp. Maybe I should get Botox on my scalp. Wait, are you saying that for yourself? Yeah, like maybe she she gets scalp sweat. Maybe that's what she got her Botox. Maybe. I don't know. I'm just, my side note is I thought her forehead tattoo could have been maybe fake, but it was real this whole time. She still has it on her head. Oh, wait. She said, thank you, Dr. Jason Diamond. You're the best. My forehead is so smooth. So maybe she only got. (laughs) Forehead. Okay. That makes sense now. (laughs) My forehead is so smooth. (laughs) My forehead is so Meanwhile, like, I don't even Um, want to know what Chloe had to go through to get all of her stuff done. Oh, you think that's needles? That's Photoshop. (laughs) Like, that's not, that's, you you can do that type of work from your computer very safely. If anything, the Chloe face is the safest version of this, you know, the other funny version of this. Like, I pick these stories because it's like three different versions of the same, like, kind of flaunting your whatever flaunting your movement around town it's very like new normal despite (laughs) right despite people kind of being like a side eye at you even though you know they're going to be anyways crazy days and nights which loves to shame people for a number of things i've read you know so many of their reveals and it's always like drugs and sex and cheating and you know that's usually the realm of which crazy days and nights runs in Mm -hmm. this is one i've never seen before this is like mid-pandemic crazy days and nights reveal so it says may 14th 2020 the one year wonder slash professional beard had an entire team come in from stylist to hair and makeup and lighting guys to get her ready for an ad campaign that was just supposed to be a selfie and it was revealed it was olivia colpo (laughs) so this is from may 14th 2020 i think it's the second photo because she could easily like backlog these things, but this one that's for happy if if this is true, yeah, yes, oh, a thing totally. she did was for happy hashtag World Cocktail Day. With Bacardi. My quarantine group loves me because I've been sharpening my bartending skills as their personal mixologist all week. Week, <laughs> smiley face. This is a hashtag. This is an at Bacardi USA banana daiquiri. Just like the most po- disgusting possible drink you could make with Bacardi. What, yeah, banana daiquiri sounds disgusting. What cocktail are you celebrating with? smiley hashtag ad hashtag ad this has got to be it you're right she does look great this has got to be it yeah this has got to be it i she you said she does look great she does look well she had a she had hair makeup and lining guys the funny thing to me is that bacardi said to her according to 
crazy days and nights. Hey, just do like a selfie with the cheers. Like just do something simple from your right, house. Because you, you know, want it to be authentic to be, and relatable. It's supposed to be relatable. You're at home. You're with your a quarantine group, as she says, which uh, whatever. I don't even get into that. But you're with your whatever and you're cheersing the camera. So just take a selfie. And she's like, OK. And then like hires a whole team to come in and like style the whole thing out. It's just it is a it is a new we're in a new we're in a new world. Banana Bonanza. This is a big one. This is a big week. Is it? Oh, because they got introduced to the... So those photos, I truly gasped. So Banana Bonanza this week is two sets of photos that I would say are memorable. One, they're wearing the same shirt. Asterisk. What? I don't know that I'm convinced that it's the same shirt. It's the same shirt. The actual unedited stock photos, the color is different. The photo that was on Twitter... It looks like there was a color balance thing done to it, like to make them the same color. I'm not saying that. Really? I'm not saying that. Are you accusing? I'm not accusing. RMS updates? No. What I'm saying is I. Oh. it's sus to me. And also I was about to do a Photoshop between their body sizes because like it's the shirt is such a teeny shirt on Ben Affleck and it's such a big shirt on Ana de Armas. Well, I don't think their bodies guy, are that she's different. She's really little. I know, but this is length. So they're wearing a shirt that looks like it's the same shirt. I do think it's the same shirt. But this shirt, I have to say, this is like an, a perfect advertisement for this shirt because he's wearing it and he looks all manly. It fits him a little tightly, but he looks fine. I think it's the way that he's he's leaning back that it looks a little bit tight. He's got his Dunkin' Donuts. He looks great. She's wearing the shirt, but it's not buttoned up. It's open. She's got a sports bra under it. It honestly looks like a model. Looks she like looks fashion, like she yeah. is. She looks incredible. I mean, this woman, she knows how to wear that green shirt. And so we have the, the side by side. They shared the shirt. <laughs> They shared the shirt. I have done my little work on and? this Photoshop. I matched their, uh-huh. I matched their sizes. Uh huh. And can you confirm that it's the same shirt? And what, uh, Lindsay? My work here. This shirt that they claim is this company called Frank and Eileen shirt. The shirt is called the Eileen, apparently. And it's, it says the description of the shirt, which is just killing me because it almost feels now I feel like we're being played. Relaxed in style and spirit, Eileen allows you to give back your boyfriend's shirt. Runs large by design. So they're cl- so this shirt is literally made to look like you're wearing your boyfriend's shirt because it's too big on you. So now I'm kind of like, it's not the same shirt. Because she's wearing this like oversized boy short shirt <laughs> and he's wearing a boy's shirt. I hate this that we're now here. I'm now on a brand's website that I don't spot get paid for. How you doing over there with the ruler? Okay, so I have this red piece. I'm going to use the same size. So if this is right, she she's wearing a, a oversized women's shirt that's supposed to look like a men's shirt. And he's wearing an oversized women's shirt that's supposed to look like a men's shirt. But he's wearing it as a men's shirt. Wow. So that's even more subversive they're the same size I, I don't know what to tell you i so the shirts are the, the same size the you same did the size. research the shirts are the same size so i have to say but that, but did you hear what i was saying like it's technically it, a women's the same shirt, shirt yeah. and it's a women's shirt you think that she's wearing a men's shirt but technically he's wearing an oversized women's shirt and you can you can see them having the conversation where he's like i mean it's He's like, so this is a women's shirt. And she's like, yeah, but it's styled after a men's shirt, so it'll work on you. And then he put it on, and then that's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just like we thought because of the patriarchy that she was borrowing his shirt. But in fact, he was borrowing her shirt. These two are really breaking out of the box. They're breaking out of the mold. Once again, banana. The bonanza. Here's what I did. So I took a photo of them side by side, standing next to each other. And then I overlaid the photo of Ben in his shirt on top of that. And then I overlaid the photo of Anna in her shirt on top of that so that I could get the proportions correct. And uh-huh. then that red line that you see there is the same size uh-huh. and it's going from shoulder to bottom of shirt. And it's, uh, I mean, it looks like it might <laughs> Wait, be the same this shirt. This is an incredible, this is an incredible, she is significantly smaller than she really him. Is. She's about a foot, she she's really about is. A two, two feet shorter than him. I, a foot, a foot I, shorter What than I him. did, you can see here maybe a little better. I matched their face sizes from I bottom of chin did. to hairline. I see. I see what So that did. that would all I mean it's not perfectly scientific but the results <laughs> sort of speak for themselves and I take back my question I take back my doubts. That's the same You know shirt. what? I'm so glad that you did the scientific research because that's what we're all about. <laughs> that's the same shirt. Springtime vibes are in the air and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't thanks to pretty litter. I'm going to correct this ad because I didn't bring any flowers in, but you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used pretty litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. Pretty Litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit, they're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. (laughs) What when I sleep to, on other beds, what is there I else get to say Is that I come back to my bed and I'm like, this is the bed. This is the bed. And it's honestly spoiled me for other beds. And I don't like traveling sometimes because I'm like, this is not my bed. Where's my bed? I want I've my bed. It, I've made it. It's, it's my special bed. It's my special mattress because it is a mattress that is made for my body. Mm-hmm. I took the Helix quiz. It told me which Helix mattress to get. And that's the one I got. And that's the one that I love. And that's yes. the one that I will not stop mm-hmm. using because it's the best mattress I've ever slept on. Mm-hmm. The mattress is so good that when we got it, my cat Winston became obsessed with it. And now he's on it all the time. And I'm no like, way. you have to move because no I way. need to sleep on the bed. It's my bed. It's not your bed. Wow. He's obsessed with it. It's wow. irritating, actually. Wow. He likes okay. the Helix rude. so much. It's so rude. Everybody is unique, and I mean everybody, two words, because everyone sleeps differently, their bodies are different, and that's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific seat positions and feel preferences. 
I'm a side sleeper slash stomach sleeper. Some people are back sleepers. Some people are exclusively side sleepers. There's a Helix mattress for all of you. Not only is the Helix the best mattress I've ever slept on, it, the setup was fast and easy. Their mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door. You just open it up and it like kind of like blows back up at a, after it comes out of the plastic and you put it on your bed and it's amazing. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. And if you don't want to take our word for it, Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. It's even recommended by multiple leading doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash who. That's helixsleep.com slash who. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Mr. Cheyenne Jackson on Instagram. Let me just read. Let me just read this caption, Lindsay. It's Lindsay sent this to me yesterday, and I, you know, burst into tears. I was just so moved. <laughs> I'm like kind of, I'm kind of like, I kind of am feeling the way that he wants me to feel with this post. I'm, I know you're less inclined to do I'm that. I'm not but quite like, I'll there. Play, I'll play the earnest card and you can play the simple card. I understand. And this will come, come out on the same side. I understand the stigma associated with this fully. I have an acute understanding of this, but it's still wild to see it actually laid out in black and white as it was yeah. here. I've been dreading this day for 17 years. So there's a photo side-by-side uh, side of Cheyenne Jackson's face and then Cheyenne Jackson, the back of Cheyenne Jackson's head. And he's given himself some sort of like quarantine half buzz cut where only the upper quarter of his head was um, kept with hair on it. And the remaining three quarters on the bottom were shaved. So on the back, you can see like this big scar that's sort of a semicircle that goes all the way down the back mm-hmm. of his scalp. It looks like, it, like Lindsay said, it looks like a shark bite. Um, kind of looks like he had brain surgery. Yeah. If I if I didn't know any better, because I don't know what anything looks like that's medical. When I, like I would say, oh, did he have his like head cut? When open I first saw the scar, it, I was like, yeah. <gasps> right, like a brain yeah. tumor. Sorry, you said brain surgery. Right. He said shark, but yes. Um, you sorry. That's just yeah. It could be. A sh- it just looks first, like something that is not what it your is. Your first it's, instinct you is, oh my god, a terrible is. surgery. And he says, I've been because I don't think a lot of people know what the telltale sign of this type of procedure mm-hmm. is or like what they I think we only know from looking at John Travolta yeah. anyways continue continue sorry read I've been is. dreading this day for 17 years the day when my horrible secret would be revealed no this gnarly scar across my head isn't from life-saving brain surgery nor did I narrowly survive a shark yeah. attack it's worse at least in Hollywood I had hair transplant surgery five of them to be exact, over 14 years. My inner monologue is, really, Cheyenne, with everything that's going on in the world, you're confessing that you had hair surgery? Get over yourself. I get it. But I'm admitting to this reality to release how much shame and anxiety I've had about people finding out for for years. So he talks about how he started losing his hair, and then by the end of his 20s, it became untenable, and he was like, I have to have surgery, blah, 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 blah. And he says at the end, I'm sharing this because maybe this will inspire someone out there to share a secret they've been hiding or show a scar they've been afraid of anyone seeing. Let it go. What I've learned during this pandemic is that shit like this just doesn't matter. I try to teach my kids to accept themselves and to be proud of who they are and to put value on things that that are important and real. So as their father, the example should start with me. This is that. I'll go first. Hashtag show your scars. So he's... I kind of like... I kind of don't hate this because I think that he went... He did a good job like kind of saying like, why now? Mm -hmm. Because you're right. Like why, you know, why now? But it... There's there's like a there is like a 
a release of vanity in this entire experience that I think he is experiencing as a person whose job is vanity, you know, to be. It is the opposite of going to Arizona to get your hair cut, I guess. It is. It is. It is. So in that way, it's admirable. And the other thing about it, which is fascinating to me, and maybe we just look at it from this angle because whatever, is how popular and how uh, widespread the hair transplant shit is mm-hmm. in Hollywood. I mean, if you think this is a singular, I mean, he know. I think he knows just as much because he's the one who's been doing it. But like, this shit is everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. I think from what I have observed, because sometimes you can tell, and sometimes like hair pattern, the way that you see a celebrity like grow their hair, you're like, that's not how that works. Or like, right. you literally had a different different hair. Your hairline has moved. I can tell, you know, especially if you're familiar with wigs, what he's maybe I don't think that he's he doesn't need to say this and he shouldn't have said this. But it's like this is definitely like a capital T thing. Yeah, it's, you know, um, I have never I've like tried looking into how this works this is a while ago because I was like, how does a hair transplant work? And I like started a video like of a doctor explaining it. And I was like, nope, oh, it's, nope, it's nope. Still, I'm not going to yeah, watch this. No, nope. Can't. I'm not going to watch this. You, no, no, no. You have to be, you have to have the, you have to have a stomach of, of yeah, I mean, I can't do any surgery. Little like head stuff is really creepy. And it's not even like particularly, I mean, it, it's, it's gross if you're squeamish about anything, but it, it's, it's tough. So I, 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 I do respect him. It's just, when you think about it, you're like, this makes sense. This is sweet. Like if you give it a little time to breathe, you grow to respect it, but the quick read of it, <laughs> the quick read of this is like, are you kidding in the middle of a pandemic? This is what you're doing now? You're trying to get attention because of this? You're reaching for attention? But that's really not what's happening. You know, that's, I understand I mean, it. I kind of saw, yeah, I think you just have to like let it sit for a second because mm-hmm. you're like, okay, he's bored. He's having these this experience and like. That's nice that he's able like it is like a brave thing to do first, like for an actor, because it is a little bit like stigmatizing to have to admit that you had a hair transplant surgery because it feels very frivolous to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's like because of it being such a frivolous thing. Yeah. And also that, you know, hair in Hollywood, having a head of hair is really important yeah. because otherwise you know, you it's one of the three you get totally typecast it's a third of the as a bald person because you're bald. Yeah, because they're not going to necessarily put a wig on you. Right. That's a tough like they only did that for John Travolta for for 50 years or whatever. But it's it's a harder ask, you know, body and face. Like, however, he did not you. need a transplant for. So congrats to Cheyenne. <laughs> We didn't even talk about who Cheyenne Jackson is. Broadway, oh, yeah. Broadway. Is he even a Broadway them? He's just, he's so Broadway to me. But like, I think he's probably best known he's to a non-Broadway guy people who are has, 30 Rocks. Yes, but also I feel like he is a, he's a, a Ryan, Ryan Murphy, Murphy bullseye. Yeah. He's a, he's like the perfect Ryan Murphy uh, person, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a Broadway guy who acts too but yeah i mean i think he that's his thing and he has two kids with his partner and they're cute i don't know that's what i see on instagram the the not funniest thing but it's it's interesting to me that i guess when he was sort of on the come up back when um 30 rock was happening when he was trying to transition from like i'm a theatrical person to i want to do movies and tv shows and i'm not sure i don't really understand when 
I don't know when he came out um, officially um, or when he was, mm-hmm. was started getting, maybe he was always out, but like didn't really talk about his personal life. But like he was kind of cast in sort of intense, like his one of his first big movies was United 93. And mm-hmm. it was this really intense, you know, recreation of the flight, flight United 93 on 9-11 crash. I never crashing. saw that for, wonder why. So it's just yeah. funny that he went, from this like kind of intense action movie essentially to oh now I'm like a funny guy again like no I'm just like a funny Broadway person like he does seem like the type of he has the face of someone that you could see people being like what are we gonna do with this guy he could be a leading guy he could be this guy but also he's gay and people are gonna read into that and like blah 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 like he has kind of interesting career I guess is all I have to say he's shockingly not annoying (laughs) yeah and I saw him perform once. Uh, we saw him perform saw him once him perform with Michelle Collins at the, and I thought he was great. He was great. What did they sing? Shallow. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was cute. It was like right when Shallow came out, it was cute. So I don't know. I feel like this was a this was a this was a some good news by John Krasinski uh, segment. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> maybe we'll sell Who Weekly to uh, Viacom CBS. <laughs> no, stop. Stop. But we won't be hosting. We're just selling the concept. And Cheyenne, I, I wanted to ask you, um, I know that you've worked on numerous seasons of American Horror Story. Yeah. I wanted to ask, do you still keep in touch with Lady Gaga? I do. Yeah, we spoke about a couple weeks ago. Uh, nice. Yeah. I have not let Lindsay look into this because I wanted her to be surprised on the air. I did enough of my own research on this that I was like, I can't share this because my response is so intense and ridiculous that I have to hear Lindsay do it on mic. Listen to this. Okay. May 21st, 2020, 9.51 a.m. Variety. Songs for screens. This is Variety. How B.B. Rexa turned pop and circumstance into a pop-timistic no, anthem for I Walgreens in record time. with okay. music. <laughs> Claudia Butsky, Warner Records Senior VP of Brand Partnerships, was getting ready to start her weekend on May 8th when a seemingly impossible request for one of her artists to be part of an ad campaign crossed her inbox. Though it wasn't clear at the time, the resulting commercial would make its broadcast premiere just eight days later on May 16th. Who wrote as this? Walgreens, <laughs> as Walgreens' 2020 graduation campaign to promote its family photo albums and same-day gifts. To help provide a musical pick-me-up for displaced 2020 grads, Walgreens and its agencies, VMLYNR and Berlin Cameron, were seeking the following. Could Warner identify an artist? I had to read all this. Could Warner identify an artist who could write contemporary lyrics to pomp and circumstance? Hold on. The could icon- Warner identify wait, wait. an artist that is shameless, love spawn, wait, 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 and would wait, do wait, anything wait. for a dollar? Could Warner identify an artist who could write contemporary lyrics to pomp and circumstance? The Crunch iconic graduation run. marks... For March 1st, composed by Edward Elgar more than 100 years ago in so 1901. So it doesn't have lyrics. <laughs> Only, don't make it slow and stoic like the original. Make it fun and upbeat for the TikTok generation. No. Oh, and it's already Friday night. But could the artist submit a demo of those lyrics by Sunday? Because there's a chance a non-music version of the same spot might go to air instead if the song isn't good enough. <gasps> I'm. So, I have to keep reading. The frenzied campaign music. No, I'm on the edge of my seat. Led by VMLYNR's. I have to give you all the context because it makes the song better. Led by VMLYNR's executive music producer, Teresa Nataramaso, has become the new norm in the post-pandemic advertising hustle. As brands and agencies struggle to turn around new commercials that can still inspire and entertain audiences during such an anxious time, the extreme limits placed on filming them means ideas are often greenlit within days of campaigns making it to the air. It's not unlike Super Bowl rushes to secure music for ads that usually occur during the holidays and extend until the last 48 hours before the big game as song choices get cycled until the last 
possible second. Still, Butsky rose to the challenge. Quote, I said, okay, well, I need to find an artist that can actually write and wants to do things. Those are the parameters. Can write and do things. <laughs> I had to a- I-, I had to A&R all this stuff running through our heads and still get it approved by the client. I knew Walgreens wasn't going to go with just any artist. Butsky submitted a short list of artists by late Friday night, and by Saturday morning had the go-ahead to approach Warner artist BB Rexa to write a demo to submit for Walgreens and VML YNR's review. Quote, by Saturday night, BB sent back a demo with a 60-second sample and a 30-second version of her lyrics she, to Pomp and Circumstance. I have to where say, she, I've <laughs> been, she's a, ge- she's she's a genius. genius. She's a genius. Where she dropped this beat on it, and it just totally worked. Butsky oh says of Rexa, God. who first cut her teeth as I a songwriter for Eminem I and Rihanna and g Easy before being recognized as one of Variety's 2018 hitmakers. Quote, yeah. they wanted it to feel youthful and young. <laughs> youthful and young. And when you're a gifted writer like BB, you're able to capture that. So blah, 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 blah. But like she- if you put lyrics to that song, like it would sound insane. Here's Rexa on it. I felt it was important to honor the legacy of the song and maintain some aspects of the original (laughs) while putting a 2020 twist on it, Rexa says. I was thinking about all the kids this year who aren't getting the full graduation experience and how I could uplift them and get them excited again by giving them their own special graduation song to celebrate too. On the morning of May 14th, Rexa did her own hair and makeup and filmed a dynamic outdoor video of herself performing the song. It went to air 48 hours later and is currently set to run through June 10th. Okay, wait, so, okay, wow, this, to be fair to BB Rexa, Mm-hmm. This really yeah, was, this really, <laughs> first of all, I can't believe she got this done in one day. No, actually I can't. I saw it. But the point is, is that she really did, she really did do her thing to it, meaning yeah. change it to a completely different song. And the other thing I have to say about BB Rexa is with all the spawn she's been doing, this is the second spawn that she's done where she made songs in different, she took a song and changed its genre. Yeah. Second spawn where she's done that. Mm-hmm. No crunch, crunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. is honestly starting to earn the title of like number one sponsorship queen. Is there anything I, she can't I think sell? that I think that this seals the deal. Like especially during quarantine, is there any? She could sell. She could sell in normal times. Looks like she can also sell in the middle of quarantine, and she can film a commercial. You want us to explain crunch, crunch, crunch? Well, crunch. someone else called and was like, "Hey, what is the deal? Like, I don't get it. It's it's simple." Also, I put it in the episode like. T- on monday because we were talking about bb brex's nail well you polish. put the crunch crunch, crunch crunch but i don't think people knew what it was it's when she did her lays spawn there was just a point where she just the crunch crunch of her eating the lays was well, part so, of the beat and that's right. i mean it it, it it ballooned from there it's no rexa did a sponsorship with lays potato chips in which they said <laughs> okay bb we know you're a songwriter which is literally what happened with this can you <laughs> we're gonna have these different bags of chips that are each gonna be a different genre of music they had like hip-hop they had country they had pop and i think they had rock of course the only genres and she's they said bb can you take your song right here right now and turn it into these different genres i'm here in the studio doing something completely 
different than anything I've ever done before. And she was like, I can do anything I for, a, for, a, like, for this amount of money. Of course sure, I Whatever. And so she did that and it's in the episode, but in the song, they put crunch, a crunch, crunch crunch because on top of it being different genres, they were like, can we also put the sound of eating chips in the song? So they did the crunch crunch and the crunch crunch is so loud and so crunchy that it's our fate, one of our favorite noises yeah, as crunch, hooligans. Crunch. I think the, the this variety coverage of it is maybe one of the funniest things I've ever read. Like as the it, it is when the punchline is what it is. When you actually it hear is. the song, you're like, excuse right. you. Because the build up to this sounds like it's going to be literally our next national anthem. This is the most important <laughs> song written by one of the most important artists of our generation. The idea that she did it like overnight. The idea that they weren't sure if they were going to get anyone to do it. The idea of the threat that if it was bad, they were just going to put the regular song in it. Oh my god, mm-hmm. I'm on. I was on the edge of my stool. Also, could Warner identify an artist who could write contemporary? lyrics to pomp and circumstance it's like contemporary they didn't have lyrics <laughs> right lyrics right. for it right, right. it's lyrics. not it didn't have lyrics and it she didn't make it contemporary itself she no. just bookended her own song that was quote-unquote contemporary here's 2020 this is really funny that you found on Jasmine Brand, the best website. Meek Mill's girlfriend is a legend and is so funny. <laughs> yeah, she really is. Meek Mill is dating a woman named she Milan really Harris. She really is. Who's a designer, like She's a fashion a designer. She's a designer. And, she, and they had a kid. They had a kid. And she, they just had a kid. She like did... I haven't seen this before in pandemic. Like this is like re- like comedy. This is like really funny comedy. And she posted on her Instagram this story. This is comedy. <laughs> um, this, th- okay, let me just read it because it, it it's a twist. It's a joke. Okay, since I've been getting a lot of questions from people and people have been reaching out to my mother in regards to this, I decided to address the issue. First of all, I am not hiding my relationship with Meek Mill. She means. I didn't think it was anyone's business. Plus, I like privacy, and I also like to protect the well-being of my fiancé. Yes, we did send out wedding invitations to close friends and family last week. Yes, we are getting married in December 2020. It happened unexpectedly, but I am very happy about it. I cannot wait to be with my love. I borrowed this post from a friend just to get your attention to remind you to wash your hands and your ass, also touching your face. Keep safe, everyone. So it's all just fake. Wait, so she, but the thing is, that's like too detailed to be fake. Do you think that just like some of those details did not end up being true or something? It reads to me like she's not actually, they're not actually getting married in December 2020, right? Doesn't it read like well, that to clear, you? I, no, clearly, but it's just like, it's funny to me to have that much detail and be like, just kidding, it's fake. Like, wash your face, <laughs> wash your hands. She was probably face. annoyed. Don't I mean, it sounds like, face. it does sound like right. her mom was getting annoyed by the press and that's always annoying whenever it's like don't mess with my family please like leave them out of this right 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 but this is like a funny way to react to the press getting in your way i didn't know about her her name is milano deru she has in she has a fashion label called milano deru so it's like pretty big i think the breaking point came um two things um i had a 500 dollars sweatsuit and People in Philadelphia were complaining, like, who do I think I am? I'm not Gucci. Why does she have a $500 sweatsuit? And it kind of went viral a little bit. Uh-huh. And a lot of people caught wind of that. And people started following me when that went viral. And they were like, they saw, saw my personality and they saw the brand and people fell in love with it. And people were saying like, all of that hate brought me to your page. And I, I became a customer and literally their entire week, our store was so crowded. People were flying, coming in from New York, DC, Baltimore, 
just wow. to support us because of their backlash. Yeah, and she's from Philadelphia, like Meek Mill. That they're both from the same place. She had a public feud with H&M. The fashion mogul was embroiled in an online battle with the Swedish fast fashion retailer in 2018 after they sold shirts that looked like her signature Milano de Rouge Delano button down, which sells for $78 online. H&M's copycat version was only $14.99. Quote, when you purchase a bottle of Hennessy for $300 at your favorite club, you do not stop the purchase because a liquor store may sell the same bottle for $30, nor do you accuse the club or promoter of trying to scam you. Milan posted in an emotion statement on Instagram. You support these businesses in exchange for the great food and experience, the ambiance they provide. You understand the business behind the pricing and buy into the atmosphere. I love that because she used as an example of buying Hennessy at the club <laughs> from like, don't rip off my t-shirt or whatever. Her signature DeRouge Delano button down. Anyways, um, I like her. <laughs> Wash your hands on your ass. Don't touch your face. <laughs> we don't have to spend much time on tabloids this week because we're running long, but let's just talk about the covers because the covers are the most interesting things. Um, they always are. They always Tabloid are. Tabloid talk. You'll, we'll start with the most um, horrific one, the true horror show of the bunch, which is on Star. And it's a font, maybe the biggest font that I've seen on the cover of a tabloid in a while. Just a big, bold font. I think this is probably like the black version of their font, like the really, really big one, the extra, extra bold. Um, Gwen and Blake, twin girls. <laughs> what? IVF because Miracle. Because didn't the last... It, because they already had them getting secretly married mm -hmm. on Star. Well, now right? they're having like, They're girls. just continuing... They're continuing their narrative, mm -hmm. the Star narrative. IVF yeah. Miracle, after trying for three years and almost splitting, she told him on Mother's Day, Blake buys their new $13 million LA mansion in cash. In cash. <laughs> baby names inside. Oh, there's baby names? Yeah. Well, that's referenced really briefly. It says... It's literally a parenthetical. It says, among possible baby names, Patty for Gwen's mom and Dorothy for Blake's mom. So just their mom's Mom. names, which <laughs> yeah. are public information. Yeah. Ugh, what else is on this Fake cover? ass fanfic. We got uh, Mary Kate and uh, Olivier. her divorce. I love there's a big circle basically <laughs> around his face that says, brother was president of France. In case you wonder like why he exists. He you know, brother is president of France. He isn't given a name. It's just brother was president of France. So we have Mary-Kate Olsen's emergency divorce and brother was president of France. And then you have, oh, this is sad. Melissa Etheridge's son died, heartbreak, yeah. her son's tragic yeah. final days. That's really sad. Brittany fighting for her $60 million fortune. Not quite sure where that's from, First but I all, guess she has more money than that. headline is always relevant. But a Brittany headline is always like, it It doesn't, you. it's like unfact checkable because it's like everything's a lie about Brittany at this point, you mm -hmm. know? Um, that's star. Then we have life and style on the cover. We have Kim's divorce nightmare trapped in Kanye's prison. Quote, he controls her like a robot. Paranoid Kanye fears Kim wants his $1 billion fortune. Cuts off, cuts her off from her entire family. And then <laughs> this is the weirdest part. There's pictures of her, of her mom and her two sisters. And it says, Chris sent Kim a secret cell phone. <laughs> And I think this is from those rumors and those kind of like uh, blind items and that bodyguard that gave an interview that was like Kim and Kanye spend a lot of time away from each mm -hmm. other on separate sides of the house. I personally think that's just because Kanye's very strange. Yeah. And I think like, you know, this is that's been his personality since he needs his solitude so he can be creative. Time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just I think that that kind of is whatever. But I also we've known for a very long time back to the days when Kanye used to dress Kim. Remember, that was like a whole thing where he'd be like that was like his obsessed with her aesthetic or that whatever. That was like how we were introduced their to their relationship on the show. Exactly. Exactly. So a lot of this is kind of just like I think an amalgamation of those behaviors, which are not amazing, mm-hmm. but it's become kind of like this story for Life and style. Yeah. Anyways. Then you have Dakota Johnson. Uh, everyone wrote about this like last week whenever she did an interview and talked about her depression. And then they turned it into Dakota's big confession. Struggles, therapy, and finding peace. And then Prince Andrew and Fergie going broke. No, they're not. Um, <laughs> In Touch is great. Megan's Nightmare. Royal Diary leaked. And then you have some um, fake diary entries up on the top that I, on the inside, they're so funny. So I went to the inside to see what those fake diary entries say. And there's like a yeah. font uh, that looks like handwriting, but it's not. And here are some <laughs> snippets. Harry loves me, but do I love him? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark. I was so nervous to meet his family, period. And then another page ripped out. Kate's silence is so scary when it's directed at you. At least Beatrice is nice to me. <laughs> and then, and then ripped, 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 ripped. And next page. Prince Charles is such a flirt. Oh, so she would call him Prince Charles. Prince Charles is such a flirt. And he likes to and touch. he likes to touch. <laughs> I think it bothers Harry, but it's mostly, and then the page is ripped, so you can't read the rest. It's like, no, I want to read the this rest of the good. fake diary this entries. Is good fanfic. This is good. <laughs> At least Beatrice is nice to me. Okay, what else? <laughs> Why Tyler defended Hannah, Bachelor Boring Shit, Ryan Seacrest Stroke Drama. It's worse than anyone knows. It's worse than Has anyone been knows. Really interesting, actually. Because he did sort of like a Wendy Williams, like he sort of glitched in a way he that was alarming. Glitched. When he yeah. was doing a, a live stream and everyone was like, what he happened? He was doing the American Idol finale or whatever, like from his house. But a lot of people, but uh, he was just like, I'm tired, which is actually kind of the most excusable Ryan Seacrest thing because the joke about him for so long has just Ooh, been like, how I'm many so, jobs I'm does so this busy. Guy have? Oh, I'm the busiest man in Hollywood. But he is, but, but I mean, he is busy. So it's, it's not an unusual, it almost was like believable because of that reason but then also you watch the footage and you're like oh this was this is something like weird. something like, happened scary um and then divorce bombshell reese moves out no she did not uh okay magazine <laughs> pictured when do you see a picture la may 11 picture of an <laughs> and it's just a picture of a truck with the thing open okay okay magazine we have oh god this is insane jen finally talks but it's not an actual interview with jen you know it's not her thing is not talking <laughs> loneliness anger and moving on her surprising new dating rules plus how she saved her co-star from tragedy and then it's just an arrow pointing at matthew perry's face okay her fresh start at 51 the last person who needs a fresh start is jennifer aniston she's doing fine she's doing great she's fine leave her alone and she doesn't want to talk to you and then Then you you have nicole kidman and adopted daughter bella reunited at last no they're not especially not during quarantine they're not zoe deschanel and jonathan scott moving Moving too fast fast no (laughs) No. No relationship has ever moved at a more appropriate pace. Than those two. It's honestly Perfect pace. Perfectly paced relationship. Then you have the iconic Us Weekly cover that looks like it's literally from 2007 with a photo of Julianne (laughs) Hoff that says, my best body. I swear, this photo has to be old. (laughs) This photo looks like it. She doesn't look look like this anymore. Like, she she sent you guys a photo. Why didn't you ask her for a photo? 
Um, I guess this is like the body issue because then you have like easy diet and workout tips, lose weight in lockdown. God, oh God, I saw despicable. the worst. I saw despicable. an ad. I saw an ad in one of the tabloids. I'm not sure which one, but it was for um, not Nutrisystem, but one of those really Ugh. trendy diet pills. Yeah. And it said lose the quarantine 15. And I was like, Disgusting. do not start making up Disgusting. those sorts of phrases. No. And then you have Chloe, Kardashian, Tristan Thompson caught up in paternity nightmare. I don't know. That's weird. Mary Kate and Olivier's $300 million divorce. What really happened? You got that rip, that classic rip. And then you have People Magazine, a photo of Queen Elizabeth smiling in all pink. <laughs> and it says behind the scenes, Queen Elizabeth keeping calm and carrying on dot 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 at 94. As yeah. she makes the tough choice to step back from the public duty amid the pandemic, Queen Elizabeth draws on her inner strength. We will meet again, which is just a quote from her speech. Notice, no COVID on any cover. We have officially moved on. We're done. Tabloids are We're done. done. They're done with We're it. Done. It's over. It's Break over. up the quarantine house. No more COVID. According, According to the tabloids, tabloids. it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's over. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? She's over it. She's got to get... I, honestly, I feel like she's probably making plans to get back to London. Like, she's shadily being like, okay, can we just, like, go back to London? Because she, she can should. go back. She should go back to London. You know, you have those friends who left who left New York City, and now they're coming back. She's got to come back. She's going to do that. <laughs> she's going to do that. Don't you think? Wasn't that, wasn't that story... Again, I I think I saw, like, the... the like, the, the New Yorkers that left, a lot of them are, are back now. It yeah. was like, they're back now. <laughs> it yeah. was like, they're back now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, right. Rita should go right. back so, now. So she, I think Rita is uh, trying to go back now because you have headlines like, Rita Ora looks fresh faced as she goes makeup free while relaxing in bed with a friend and playing party games. Like the thing is that like Rita That's could be out Rita's on the, thing. T- Rita could be walking around London with a mask on getting popped. Instead, she has to like send this to the Daily Mail directly. Right. Or put it on Instagram. I guess she's putting it on Instagram. That's where they're putting it on from. Instagram stories, and they're getting aggregated. I know. Okay, so but this is you just gotta know. literally. She's, she's got to be so bored. She must she's be. be. She's so she's out of her mind. Bored. I know. She's out here clapping and all this. Good for her. Okay, so Rita's doing that, and then you have Rita Ora puts on a very busty display in plunging top as she playfully poses amid dozens of party balloons, and this is literally a photo from an interview that she did. With her, with her co-quarantine friend, friend uh, who took the photos of her bu- with the balloons busty. Where did the balloons come from, I wonder? Did they blow up those balloons themselves? Okay. Uh, the interview itself is interesting because it's like very boring. <laughs> it's boring because it's just between two friends. It's like, imagine me interviewing you. It's like, so. Yeah, but it's like, imagine you interviewing you me after today? we hung out for a month at a house in the hamptons and we just talked you know about what we did but it's just like oh we've been in quarantine it's so it's crazy how are you doing i've been keeping busy you give oh we're watching tv the tv's so good we're doing face masks i love tie-dye pajamas i love wearing them 
we're doing a lot of dreams. And then she asks about the Oliver Twist <laughs> remake movie. And it's like, I don't know when that's coming out. OK, um, it's just very like there's no depth to this interview because I think there's like a lack of depth in Rita's life right now. They even talk about her tequila brand. You've been having pretty sexy outfits when you're going to bed. You don't have to put I have to say as well. Thank you. I have to. I dream better when I look sexy. <laughs> what do you dream about, Rita Ora? Sex. I can't. One of Rita Ora's greatest quotes has to be, I dream better when I look sexy. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing that she's done in the in quarantine saying, I, I dream mean, better when I look I sexy. Just, we need Rita to get back to London so she can give us a little bit more than whatever this is because it is so fucking boring. I'm sorry, Rita. If you're hearing this, then you got to get out of there. <laughs> We're done. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call us at 619-WHO-THEM if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for twice weekly bonus episodes and some other stuff. You, you, know, you never know so what you're going to get. Just read a, read a bummy out suddenly. Um, and <laughs> be sure to listen on Friday for the next episode of Who's There. Uh, until then, have a great week. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs> to be famous.